Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. This is Football Social Daily, the Premier League podcast. Welcome to Football Social Daily, the podcast keeping you up to date with all the big news, views and opinions from the Premier League. Hit subscribe now and don't miss an episode again. Tomorrow on the show, we'll be hearing from Manchester United legend Brian McClare. So if you're a big red, you don't want to miss that one. But today on FSD, West Ham United are the focus because the Hammers are winless in the top flight since October. They're in the bottom three and potentially in the hunt for a new manager as well. Well, that's if you believe the rumours anyway. Reports are claiming that David Moyes is on the brink at London Stadium and there are some familiar faces in the queue waiting to replace him. My name's Niall and to get the lowdown on everything Claret and Blue, we've drafted in an expert for today's show. Joining us now from the West Ham way, we've got the clandestine character known only as ex-West Ham United employee. Thanks for joining us, ex. How's it going? Yeah, it's going well. Well, aside from West Ham, it's going well. So, yeah, thanks for having me. <laughs> it's been like that for the last 40 years, hasn't it? Apart yeah. from West Ham, it's going yeah. all right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, my standard line when someone asks how I am. <laughs> Um, obviously, as you mentioned, you know, we can joke about it, but it is probably quite a dismal time to be a Hammers fan at the moment in the bottom three of the Premier League, just 15 points. Just how concerned are you and indeed the top brass at London Stadium about the current league position that West Ham are in? Yeah, I'm, I'm very concerned. You know, it's a position that we never saw us being in, having had two really good seasons um, previous to this one. So it's a shock to the system to see us down there. But unfortunately, the way we're playing, it's, it's deserved. We're not we're not playing well so the league position doesn't lie the table doesn't lie as they say and um, yeah it is a concern and I think uh, I've been one of the more patient West Ham fans because of what David Moyes achieved previously I've always given him a bit of time compared to most but the Wolves game last weekend I think was the straw that broke the back for me because it just it really was poor we had no ideas sticking with the same players that are out of form and um, I think the board have started to come that way as well whilst Previously, they were always saying we back the manager 100%. This week, they've been saying things like we desperately want him to turn it round, but we may have to look at the situation, which is a, a change in stance from, from before. 
Yeah, you're right, because all four of the bottom teams in the Premier League played against each other at the weekend. It was Everton against Southampton, Wolves against West Ham, and I think all Hammers fans will have known going into that match that there was a chance that you could end the weekend in the relegation zone. That is what's happened. You've mentioned some of the noises that were being made about David Moyes and his future. Just how close is David Moyes to losing his job? I think he's very close now. I mean, obviously, he's going to stay for the Everton game. You know, it's been called El Sacchio, isn't it? That that, that, <laughs> that game, because I think, obviously, Frank Lampard is in a similar situation, which is ironic, considering both of them have links to the um, opposition yeah. that weekend as well. Um, I think he's very much on the brink. One thing, ironically, that sort of may have saved him this week is that he's heavily involved with the David Gold tributes. Um, and obviously, they're going to be happening before the game, and it would be a bit distasteful if he was involved in all of those and then he would have lost his job the days before. So I think that's almost bought him a bit of time. He's right on the brink. I think if we get Beeson um, by Everton um, and certainly if we get beaten convincingly then I think he will go. I mean, I think <laughs> almost the ideal situation for West Ham is that Lampard um, goes and then I think Everton come calling for Moyes. I mean, that kind of like solves the problem for both clubs almost. But um, yeah, I think he's right on the brink. Mate, I didn't think he was until recently, but that, like me, that Wolves game seems to have been the, the catalyst because we gave him, you know, after the World Cup, he said, right, Arsenal, we're not going to win that. So he kind of let, wrote that off. Leeds, we got a draw. Brentford, we won. So it looked like we were turning the, tour, uh, the, turning the corner. Sorry, but the... But the um, the Wolves game was just right back to the, the bad stuff of before. So, yeah, I think I think he's right on the brink. Yeah, I think you're right with what you say about Moyes having a good relationship with the board. I think that's quite common knowledge and maybe that's seen him stay longer in the position than maybe another manager might have in years gone by at West Ham. You mentioned David Gold. We saw the sad passing of him recently and the tributes that are lined up, as you said. But has that changed anything at West Ham in terms of maybe the dynamic in the boardroom? Well, it, uh, I think for David Moyes, it, it, that's not a great thing because David Gold was his biggest supporter. It's well known that when he was first appointed at West Ham, the first time round, it was David Gold's choice. David Gold didn't want him to leave. And then David Gold was very instrumental in getting him back the second time. So I think he's lost a real ally and a real friend um, in, the, in the board, which is a shame. The shares of David Gold are at the moment going to his two daughters so it has has stayed within the family as such but I do think you know that that hasn't helped him either but you just can't lie with what's going on on the pitch the, the pitch is just not good enough and there's too many players that just aren't performing and ultimately you know we've given him more time I think you're right I think he was given more time than perhaps he would have been if um, in previous if he'd been any other manager and um, I think now if the, it's all judged on the pitch and, and on the pitch we're not doing very well so in the modern football you know there's no patience in managers anymore so I think he is right on the brink definitely Timing wise, X, it's of course the January transfer window right now. So how would a change of manager, if it is to be the case that Moyes loses his job, will affect that January transfer recruitment, if it will at all? It's a very interesting one because obviously we've got Rob Newman, who's a um, uh, mm. head of recruitment, which was a, who's worked very closely with David Moyes. So if you do lose David Moyes, you're losing the sort of the head of various sort of departments as well. So whether they would still remain if David Moyes goes I don't know but I think David Sullivan's starting to do what he's done previously and taking control of the transfers himself because we put in a bid for a striker from Lorente um Mofi I think his name is um and and that obviously if Moyes gets the sack next week 
it's obviously not going to be his signing because we're still going to go ahead and try and sign him. Um, so I think ultimately the board have started to take control and almost bringing in players regardless of who the manager is. Of course, if a new manager comes in with a week to go, he might then say, well, I need this person, this person, but it's not a great time to be changing managers. And you see the same with Everton. And Everton seems to be linked with every striker under the sun at the moment. And and you seem to, and obviously, if if Lampard goes, are they his signings or are they board signings? It's a, it's a tricky situation to change. It's a tricky time of year to change the manager, definitely. Talking of David Sullivan, obviously, him and David Gold were muckers, weren't they, really? Getting involved with West Ham together all those years ago, lifelong Hammers supporters. But I've seen some reports and murmurings that maybe Sullivan might look to try and sell West Ham in the coming months. Do you believe that to be true or do you think that that just might be speculation? Well, there is some clause that when we took the London Stadium, he couldn't actually sell the club until 2023 because of an agreement in us getting that stadium. Um, and so it was always thought that 2023 could be like the crucial year in terms of how long they remain as, as the board. Now, at the moment, from what I've heard, there isn't any plans to sell. There's been no concrete offers come in for the club. But if a substantial offer was to come in from, you know, like, um, like a billionaire ownership, then I think I think he would consider it. But at the moment, I don't think there's been any official bids um, so far. So uh, for the foreseeable future, he'll remain as chairman, I believe. Well, you said that he maybe might have more of an overview of the transfers. Every single transfer window, if you're a West Ham fan, you will be sick to the back teeth of seeing Declan Rice linked to the move away. Whether it's Chelsea, Manchester United, Manchester City. Now it looks like Arsenal are the latest team to pop their heads into the frame when it comes to potentially signing Declan Rice. Is that just something West Ham fans have just got used to over the last few transfer windows? Or do you think there is a tangible possibility that Rice could be on his way at some point soon? I would be very surprised if Declan Rice is a West Ham player next season. I'd be, I'm would be i almost certain he will go in the summer. And fair play to him. I think he could have gone a couple of years before that. But um, he's chose to see if West Ham can match his ambitions. Unfortunately, as this season's proven, we can't. And he deserves to go to a to a top six club and it doesn't surprise me when you mention the teams you just have that they're interested I'd be more surprised if a top club wasn't interested in Declan Rice because he is by far our best player um, in def- I don't think other fans appreciate how good he is because he's not a you know match of the day player where you, you watch for you know the highlights and he stands out because he does a quiet job defensive midfield but he does it so so well and mm. I think it, it, if he joins any of those teams you mentioned it's going to matter strengthen them and I'd be almost certain that he will go in the summer unfortunately for us what about the other way players potentially coming into West Ham well as I mentioned earlier we made the bid for a striker at Lorente a Nigerian um, international called Mofi I think it's pronounced that he but it looks like he's going to be joining Nice or, or certainly not us we've uh, made we made an offer for him in, in Nesri of Seville Sevilla. so it looks like we're going for a striker because obviously we're not scoring goals so it's obviously we need to get one in um, I think we're going to have to sign a new centre back because Craig Dawson will depart I mean Wolves Wall, used a quite interesting tactic on us this weekend I mean they know that he's um, unsettled at the club and wants to move up north so they put a bid in for him just as we were about to play them and then and the guy was removed from the squad because he was thought it would not to be in the right frame of mind we're going to need a replacement for him obviously um and i think we are looking i mean i i lasted my 
um, some like, emails and stuff the other day to find out where we stood. And I was told by a very well-placed source that um, we've got numerous bids in for strikers, which is often the West Ham way. <laughs> Leave <laughs> people, it to the last people, day, you mean, X, is what you mean, don't yeah, you? Yeah, <laughs> exactly, yeah. yeah. Put, put, in, put in a load of offers for loads of players and see what happens. Really, we just sort of, people call it scatter bomb. It is a bit like that. We just sort of go for five or six, see what happens. And then once we get a bit of movement on one of them then we start to narrow it down a bit but you know we spent a lot of money in the summer that's the that's the worrying thing we spent I think it was around 180 million or something like that on players in the summer you wouldn't you wouldn't have thought we then need to spend a load more in January because of it but obviously with the league position we do that used to be like me at school X I used to leave my homework till the last minute and then <laughs> rush it <laughs> yeah. rush it as you're on the bus on the way in <laughs> yeah, exactly same as me mate <laughs> right let's go back to the David Moyes thing at the moment he's still in post if he does lose his job a newspaper yesterday reported that Rafael Benitez or former Wolves manager in fact Nuno Espirito Santo are the front runners to take over the job I know you've done some digging into those links how tangible are they well, I think Rafa's got some strength because um, obviously West Ham fans know this, but other fans might not. When he took the Real Madrid job, he was he was hours away from having agreed to sign um, as West Ham manager. And then on the way home, I think he got a call from them and he went to Real Madrid. So he's met with West Ham, he's met with the owners, and it's all been agreed at another point in time. So this time... I wouldn't surprise me if we went for him. I believe that the club are going to look for a manager that's out of contracts now. I don't think we'll be able to get the likes of Pochettino or Tuchel. I think they'd be too ambitious for us. So then that leaves you with the likes of those managers. I think Nuno's got a job already. I think he might be in Saudi Arabia or somewhere. So I think that rules him out. But for me, I might be wrong. I might be wrong. But the two managers, I think that the club will look to get in on a short-term basis for now would either be Rafa Benitez or Sean Dyche. They're the two names that I think at the moment seem the most obvious because we did it with David Moyes previously, brought him in for six months with the you know, the instruction of keeping us up. Um, he did that. Then obviously we got rid of him, but then we brought him back after that. But I think that's what they'll do. And then maybe in the summer, they might look to either keep that manager if they do a good job or bring someone um, else that's currently um, got a club in then. Just finally on that one then, X, is that the sort of manager that West Ham do actually need? I think people with David Moyes can respect the job he's done at the Hammers, getting them into Europe and getting them within touching distance of the top four, bringing together a side that only a season or so before were looking like they were staring down the barrel of relegation. So I think everyone can give Moyes credit for the job he's done. But if it has gone stale and his time is up, is it a defensive first coach, someone who's going to keep West Ham in the league that the fans will warm to someone like a Benitez and a Deitch. Yeah, I don't, I don't think most fans will be jumping up and down with those appointments because obviously West Ham fans are see ourselves now as a club that should be challenging at the other end of the table with the stadium we've got and the, la- and the last two seasons, you know, European semi-final and, and we were close to Champions League for those two seasons as well. So it is a massive disappointment to be having to look at them. I think, I think it's West Ham fans ultimately our objective is to stay up now obviously and then hopefully whoever comes in can give us a cut run because we're still in the cut with the conference league we're still in the FA Cup so it's got options to to do that for us but I think ultimately the priority is stay up and then see where we are then West Ham fans 
pride ourselves on the West Ham way. That's why I named my website and my patron <laughs> after it. Is you know the way the West Ham way is meant to be attacking, um, free flowing passing football. So if those managers don't jump out and make you think brilliant, they're the ones for the job. But I think at this time of the season where we are and the other managers might not want to take the club at this point, I think they're probably the ones that the board are going to put in front of us. And if you ask me to choose out of those two, I'd probably go with Daesh, but I'm not not overly sung on either. For me, the manager, if I could pick anyone that's realistic, would be Celtic's manager. I've heard really good things about him. I can't pronounce his name, so I'm just going to <laughs> just call him Celtic's manager. But, but he um, he seems he seems really well thought of, and I want a manager that's on the up with their with their career. You know, even someone like Michael Carrick, someone that's on the. I think he's probably a little bit too inexperienced for us now, but someone that's on the up in their career, not someone. Like Benitez, that's you know sixty-seven or whatever he is, and has done you know, done <laughs> done the rounds for however many years. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, a new up-and-coming manager would be a good one for us. Yeah, well, that Celtic boss is Ange Postecoglou, so maybe we'll see him in the Premier League before too long. Listen, X, it's been brilliant to talk to you, mate. And just like the West Ham way, that's just how West Ham do things <laughs> the difficult way. Yeah, uh, you can find X true. on social media. It's at XWHU employee on Twitter. And you can also check out the website, thewesthamway.com. And they're on Patreon as well. So make sure you do that. Great to chat to you, X, and catch up again soon, mate. Yeah, top man. Thank you. All right. So will West Ham United drag themselves out of trouble? Will David Moyes still have a job by this time next week we'll of course keep you up to date with all of the latest from the Premier League right here on Football Social Daily hit subscribe and that way you won't miss an episode as I mentioned earlier we've got former Celtic and Manchester United striker Brian McClare joining us for a special episode tomorrow we'll be talking about Brian's career his life at Manchester United his experiences with Eric Cantona Sir Alex Ferguson and even a scrap that he managed to get into in a bar in Spain that wasn't even his fault you'll hear all about it on tomorrow's show we'll catch you then on Football Social Daily. Football Social Daily is a voice work sport production for the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With LuckyLandSlots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.